0: Good morning, everybody, and good day to you. Good evening, wherever you are, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast episode. This episode is going to be about a download I got last night. Um, This was approximately around 2 to 3 a.m. Eastern European time, Eastern Europe time, uh, which would be Helsinki, Finland time. Uh, I know before I've said that EET time is St. Petersburg, Russia, but at this season, St. Petersburg, Russia is actually an hour ahead of us because of daylight savings time. Whereas in the spring and summer, I think they are actually the same time as us. They're not that far away. I think St. Petersburg, Russia is like a 200 kilometer train ride or something. So it's not that far, but in this uh, part of the of the world in the north in winter the days are short so um just a little bit to the west or a little bit to the east a couple hundred miles to the west or a couple hundred miles to the east the time difference can be one hour so because we're we're only like 2,000 miles from the north pole we're not that far from the north pole but um so it's officially, when, when I say Eastern Europe time, you have to look up Helsinki, Finland time, because that is the time zone I'm on. But sometimes I may say Riga, Latvia, Tallinn, Estonia, or St. Petersburg, all in the same area, but right now I'm on on Helsinki time, because St. Petersburg and some of the other areas around here are hour ahead of us. So... Around 2 to 3 a.m., I had this dream. I had a series of dreams last night, and I like to get up. As soon as I get up in the morning, get freshened up and stuff, and have a drink of water because I always drink water when I first wake up, get the metabolism going, you know, wake the liver up as they teach in Ayurveda. Uh, you drink a usually a room temperature or prefer- preferably warm water in the morning when you wake up. It starts your liver, uh, wakes your liver up from... Um, being asleep or sluggish at night so I have that and then I like to get on here if I've had a significant download dream slash vision then I get on here and record it before I forget it because as the day goes on you know people start talking and then you start thinking about other stuff and then you forget details so I had about three or four visions dreams slash visions last night and this one was about Y'all, this is just amazing. This was about an invading, invading alien slash demonic force from the Alpha Reticuli star system. Now, y'all, when when the when the ET told me, and I and see ETs usually don't talk to me. I'm be I'm gonna be straight up with you as I always am. They usually don't speak with me. They usually don't let me take that back they don't speak to me in the form of being an et you know like your traditional alien looking type of humanoid creature they don't come to me looking like that if they've come to me before and i didn't recognize it or notice it they've come to me in demon form which some people say is their true form or they've come to me in human form or they've come, or they've not shown themselves at all, and just gave me the information, like angels do sometimes. Angels don't always appear to me. Sometimes they just talk, and I catch it on the I catch it on the damn radio wave. You know what I'm saying? And how that happens is if some of you out there, if you've ever heard ringing in your ears, a lot of us who get ringing in our ears or who have had it a lot before, a lot of that is Extrasensory perception and you picking up on frequencies that uh, you may not be able to translate or understand. And for me, I would get the ring in the ears, and that it, that can also be a sign if you are what they call a targeted individual. Which <clears throat> personally, I don't speak that over my life. I am not a targeted individual. The motherfuckers know about me, but they don't target me for goddamn. You know, I, I. I don't let no humans put no fear in me. I just don't. I don't let nothing put fear in me. But, you know, I've been here a long time. So my attitude is not the next person's attitude. Pardon me. Just one moment. Pardon me for that little brief pause. I had to drink some water because when I wake up early, I start getting congested. congested. So my attitude towards it and having no fear is not another person's attitude. But a lot of you, you probably have had the ringing in the ears and some of you. Have had what I've had, like the picking up on a frequency that you can't quite understand, and maybe sometimes you can understand it, or maybe there are bits and pieces that you catch. So, an example of this is there's this old trick that people who are familiar with electronics or radios know how to do. And the thing is, if you turn on what you know, the old school baby monitors, I'm not talking about necessarily the new school digital ones but the old school baby monitors that had two ends you would put the base in the baby's room and or in the relatives room or in the pet's room or child's room and then you take the other part and you plug it in somewhere else in the house in the kitchen or in the living room so that you will hear when the baby wakes up or you hear if the person needs any help so one of the tricks we used to do back in the day was We would only plug in one side of the baby monitor, which was usually the receiving end, the one that you take elsewhere in the house, not the base. We would usually just plug in the receiver. And guess what? We would pick up radio signals and conversations from other people. We would be able to hear not just their conversations on the phone, but their conversations in their house. It was really cool how that happened. So the receiver was picking up uh, voices from other people. And you really you really couldn't tell where they were or how, they, how close they were. I couldn't really tell whether it was my neighbor next door or my neighbor across the street or my neighbor four houses down or my neighbor on the other street. I really couldn't tell. But you would just hear other people talking and that's a trick to use a receiver. So it's kind of like a walkie-talkie. If you put it on a certain band, you will pick up other conversations. So our ears can do that too. <laughs> Pardon me, I get really congested, like I said. Um, when I'm first waking up, a lot of fluid rushes down because I get all these crazy-ass dreams. And I'm not saying crazy in a disrespectful manner because I love the visions that I get. But a lot of that shit be off the damn chain. And then when I wake up, like all of this fluid starts rushing down from my head um, into my sinuses crown chakra activation but I have had it happen with my ears where I am hearing ringing chiming like wind chime or like bells and then one time I picked up on a frequency and I was sitting there just like I am right now no electronics on in the room no cell phone around me just sitting there and i'm listening and peep and there is some kind of beings talking on this frequency i cannot understand what they are saying i can just tell it's a conversation okay If you want to know more about star system communication and communication that is being picked up on Earth from other systems, you need to look at the SETI project, S-E-T-I, SETI. Look up the SETI project. I think their base is in like the Nevada desert or something, or the Arizona desert or New Mexico desert. And they have used SETI in shows like The uh, the X-Files, I think they might have used it in a couple of men in black movies, but that kind of communication is real. Right. So one time I picked up on this frequency and I was sitting there and I heard these voices doing this. I didn't know what the heck they were saying, but you could hear one, one talk like, and then the other one would say, and I listened for a while to see if I could understand them and then eventually I tried to go to sleep because this happened like in the evening time and I was like, okay, y'all, can y'all be quiet because I can hear y'all. Can y'all tone it down, please, because I can hear y'all, whatever y'all are saying. And when I said that out loud, do you know that they got quiet and they switched to another damn frequency? (laughs) They switched to another frequency. They was like, oh, she listening in on our radio chatter. Yes, I was. Not intentionally, I just picked up on it. But my ears have always been very, very sensitive. I like to say I have something like dog ears. Loud noises are offensive to me. Not necessarily loud music, but depends on what mood I'm in. Loud noises like slamming doors, dropping heavy objects on the floor. Sudden startling noises, they uh, are offensive to me and they're, they make me react because of my ears and the vibration of the sound. A lot of empaths and HSPs and psychics and spiritually sensitive people do not like sudden loud noises. A lot of them don't like loud, ratchet ass people either. Now, I don't care about the loud, ratchet ass people. It's just sudden loud bangs and slamming doors and stuff that shit uh disturbs my spirit and it and it usually makes my head throb because my ears are so sensitive so this dream started as such i was at a i remember Walking to my car. Now, this was my old car. I used to drive a older um, 1994 Toyota Celica, right? And those are some really great cars. I think they're rated like 9.3 out of 10 on Kelly Blue Book. Uh, very good cars. You know, they run forever. Matter of fact, we still have one in my family back in the States. I sold my 94 Celica to my stepdad. It's got 263,000 miles on it. He's still driving it as a gas saver. I was just driving it before I moved to Finland because I had sold my newer model car my 2016 toyota camera i sold that back to the dealer and then drove my old car for a while and then gave it back to my dad because he's technically the owner so i was i in the dream i was walking towards the car but i don't remember the very beginning of the dream other than that i just remember walking towards my car getting in my car driving up to this little like cottage it was like a little cottage where you might find someone selling um handmade artisan gifts um where they might have fresh flowers fresh herbs it reminded me of some it was like somebody's home but it was also the vibe of there were parking spaces where people could park and come in and either sit with the lady I don't know if she was a psychic. Maybe that is what she was. Maybe she was a psychic or maybe she was pretending to be a psychic because when I tell you what happened, then you probably think, oh, she might have been fronting. Maybe that's why. But I don't know what exactly she was. That was not important to the story. The importance of the story is that I parked my car under this big old ancient oak tree in the yard. And I remember I parked my car facing away from the shop. There was nobody else parked there. The lady was there. And then I go in and the lady is there with an ET. Now this being, I'm going to tell you what this being looked like. And I'm going to put a visual similarity of this being. Gosh, y'all, this is just so incredible because of what they show us in TV, you know. I'm going to put a visual similarity of this being in the description box of this podcast episode. You can click on the link for Google Images and see what this being looked like. Now, this being looked like this in the face and in the body, but did not have on this kind of suit that this being that I'm going to put in a box had on. Because this particular being was shown in a, sh- in a show called that used to be on TNT network, called Falling Skies. What happened in Falling Skies? In Falling Skies, there was an alien invasion of Earth, and they made human beings slaves. They literally had a factory where they were running humans like mules. They had shut down society, and also they had begun to war with another alien race and they made the skies over earth a battle zone the first aliens that came were the kind of like parasitic using humans aliens and then a second race came and wanted and it it was like a second race came but they weren't really a second race they were the rebel force who did not believe in what those ones who were using humans were doing so they were like a a branch off of the original force so in this instance how you could think of it was star wars the rebel force versus whatever those guys in black are called uh what are they called hold on I don't like to I don't like to not give y'all the prop I don't like to pro- improperly give you the names, so just one second. My my apology for the brief pause. I have to pause the recording so I don't have you know you guys waiting there. So there are two main force sides, of course, in Star Wars. There's the light side, which is like the rebels, the revolutionaries. Uh, your guerrilla warriors and then you have the dark side, which is like Darth Vader, you know, S- Supreme Commander Snoke and them um, and all the baddies, all the clones, all the baddies, the gu- the little soldiers with the white helmets. You know, Star Wars history is so fascinating and so convoluted that I don't always remember the names of everything, but I just have to go back and look, you know, this is a long history And so you have the Rebel Alliance, which is the First Order. And the Rebel Alliance stood against the Galactic Empire in the original trilogy. And after years of fighting, the Rebellion eventually signed a concordance with the Empire. So the Empire would be the baddies and the Rebel Alliance would be, you know... um, Kylo Ren, who is going to be in The Rise of Skywalker, or has, it just came out here in Finland, December 18th. Today is December 19th, 2019. So, you know, you have like Kylo Ren and then the black guy who plays in Star Wars. And I hate to just say the black guy as in like uh, the token black guy. I don't mean it like that, but I don't know his name. So I got to look up his name. (laughs) I, you know, um, you know, Carl Weathers, also played in Star Wars Return of the Jedi. He played Lando Calrissian, but in the new Star Wars movies, uh, John Ade Dio B. Adeg Boyega is uh, your new Star Wars hero. He is named Finn, interestingly, F I N N, which is. Finn I'm in Finland (laughs) that's pretty interesting I just caught that connection so John Boyega is a British actor known for playing Finn in Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens starting his first starring role was 2015 and he has been in every Star Wars movie since Star Wars 7 The Force Awakens was it was it called that did I just read that yeah okay Child, my memory be bad in the morning. Please excuse me. Excuse me. My child, My memory be kind of bad in the morning. That's why I have to get on and record this stuff. Because I'll start forgetting uh, my dreams. So I walk in. And this entity is there. Very wise. Very statuesque. Very regal. Not dressed in body armor. Galactic type of alien spaceship gear. Dressed in simple brown A simple brown tunic, long tunic with a brown cape over top and a brown hood. And I just realized who I've seen dressed like that before. Damn y'all, this is crazy. I just realized who I've seen dressed like that before. Yoda from Star Wars. Yoda from Star Wars in that brown, simple attire. Yoda was a legendary Jedi master and was stronger than most in his connection with the force. Small in size but wise and powerful, he trained Jedi for over eight hundred years, playing integral roles in the Clone Wars, the instruction of Luke Skywalker, and unlocking the path to immortality. And that information is from a website called the Star Wars Databank. See this is such an amazing saga the star wars saga it's got all these multiple parts so technically it is a saga uh and it's so amazing that they have to have data banks for this information for people to keep up like it's it's pretty damn cool i love to deep dive and, and, and research and 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 uh find all of this so this being was dressed just like yoda And this being, interestingly, now that I'm reading this, had a very special relationship with the Force, aka the Most High, aka the Force of the Universe. Everything that binds the Universe together, the original Source. You know, in the Matrix movies and the Matrix trilogy, they um, talked about the Matrix. The matrix is a force of itself, but this being was not from here. This being was dressed like Yoda, but stood a lot taller. So this being, if I had to estimate height, would be about six four, six five, six foot four or six foot five, which for people living in Europe, I will tell you what six foot four is. Six foot four in centimeters would be 193.04 centimeters for those living in other countries that don't use feet and inches, all right? So he was tall. And the lady that was there she you know was just kind of there like I could tell they had been having a conversation and they were waiting for me to arrive because they were both facing the door when I walked in and when I walked in he immediately commences to um telling giving me these downloads now I saw her verbally speaking to him but I never saw his mouth move to her and I never saw his mouth move to me so it had to be telepathic communication because as soon as I walked in I started to hear what he had to say without him ever saying a word physically so and that is how a lot of them communicate telepathically they are so much more intelligent they don't need verbal language all the time to communicate so he comm- he begins to show me and tell me uh, these people who have rejected the one, meaning Yeshua, Amashia, uh, the, the most high son, Jesus, Krishna, whatever you would like to call him. Those who have rejected the one, those who have rejected the most high, those who are asleep and this is not religious, this is on some kind of a galactic interdimensional thing that he's talking about. Those who have rejected the one, those who have rejected the most high, those who have been fooled by the churches, those who have been fooled by religions to believe that there is nothing else out there except for what they have created as their caricature of God will See the destruction that cometh forth from the alpha reticuli star system upon their earth. You see that I am here. And so you understand. But these other people do not understand. And he kept it very short and sweet. And then guess what happens? He and the lady leave and they, they walk, they begin to leave rather than start walking towards the door. And then all of a sudden we hear this crashes and bangs and screaming and hollering and sirens and everybody going crazy. And we go outside and we see this massive creature. It was really strange. It was like a creature combined with a spaceship because the creature landed down and then it's like mechanically it opened and there were other aliens and like little ships and little robotic things coming off of it and getting on the ground and chasing people and killing people and snatching people up. And do you know, this thing looked exactly like this, this huge creature that landed down on the ground looked exactly like that creature in that show on netflix called stranger things that big uh tentacled creature that he saw and made the drawing of and kept saying he's coming he's coming you know and the little boy kept getting telepathic messages from that creature and he could see his arms were over the whole town i'm gonna put a, a a vision Nary piece for you in the description box of this creature this is the exact same creature that i saw in the vision but it was like it wasn't just biological it was all and it wasn't just spiritual or interdimensional it was like biological and mechanical and if you pay attention to alien lore you know that a lot of them are biological and mechanical like what was that show not show that movie that ridley scott produce now I told y'all I think I mentioned on one of my podcast episodes of my reads that Ridley Scott is one of my favorite directors Ridley Scott you know um who's my other who's my other homie uh Francis Ford Coppola who directed The Godfather no who um who Francis Ford Coppola uh didn't do The Godfather. Um, it was he did something else. Um, but Marty Scorsese, Martin Scorsese, that's my dog right there. Marty Scorsese writes a motherfucking film. Okay. Marty Scorsese is a Scorpio, and if you watch The Irishman on Netflix, if you watch The Godfather, uh, if you watch The Departed, you see all of that dark Scorpio energy in all his writing and all of his films. Marty Scorsese is one of my favorite directors of all time, but Ridley Scott That's my that's my dog, too. When when a Ridley Scott film comes out, I know it's going to be some stuff in there that is going to blow your damn mind. And see, Miss Alexis K. Tyler mentioned in her last read, Nipsey Hustle, Baby Mama Puma Dawit Part 2, the one that they took down off of the AUD channel because they took the AUD channel down. It was haters striking that channel, reporting that channel and they took it down. So the part two is on her Facebook page. I've already seen part two. I just haven't finished my notes on it. I'm actually going to go back and watch it because I've been distracted and I need to go back and reabsorb what she said. But she did mention Gladiator, the movie Gladiator, who directed the movie Gladiator, Ridley Scott. Okay, so Ridley Scott is here again with his energies because the biological and mechanical aliens that I'm talking about, for example, to you would be something like you saw in those alien movies with Sigourney Weaver. Didn't Ridley Scott write those? Hold on. yeah Ridley Scott wrote Aliens now Prometheus is the is supposedly Prometheus came out like couple some years ago a couple years ago not that long ago and it's a movie but Prometheus is like supposedly the prehistory to Alien now we know Alien came out the first one came out in 1979 that is the biological slash mechanical aspect I'm talking about from extraterrestrials and you can call them demons if you want, but I don't think all of them are demons. I think there's some of them that are demons, but I think some of them that are not, but, um, in Prometheus, there were, there was the Android, which was a biological and a mechanical alien creature. And then they also talked about the architects, no, where they called the engineers. Yeah. They were called engineers, uh, a race that seeded this earth before a certain point in time so this creature with the tentacles it was massive like i said you got to look at that stranger things picture that i'm going to put in the description box and you'll see how massive this thing is it was biological and it was mechanical and these uh smaller in smaller things were coming off of it like i said going after all the humans and um you know the the E.T., or I'm going to call him, he said, call, He said, I am an original one. Now, I don't know if that means he's like an engineer or whether he's like an Anunnaki. He just said, my name is original one, because when I thought aboriginal, he corrected me and said original one. And when I thought ascended one or ancient one, he said original one. So, see... He didn't give me any other kind of name, and even if he had a name, it would probably be something I can't readily pronounce, even though I'm really good with words. But when he told me, he said... This is going to come from the alpha reticuli star system. The other day, I had just come across zeta reticuli. And when I and I heard that in my spirit, I was not even fully still in the vision. I was still in the vision, but I was at that point still, I'm waking up in my conscious mind, like I'm aware that I'm in bed and I'm still seeing this. And I said to myself in that moment, I came into my conscious mind and I said, is there even a system called alpha reticuli? And I and I made a conscious note in my mind while I was still in a vision that when I come out of this, I'm going to Google and look for alpha reticuli because he said that something now let me just preface this before I say that. He said that this kind of thing could happen on or around January 2021, but I am telling you that. The time could be wrong because chronological dates for us can be manipulated. That's a part of the matrix. Time is an illusion, right? So if I say on or about January twenty 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 one, excuse me, January 2021, not January 2020, January 2021, one twenty twenty one. when I say that, that could be off, but that is the time that I heard. So I don't know if something significant may happen then, but I'm just telling you what he said. And so we're leaving the shop. We're seeing all this catastrophe and calamity and cataclysm. And then, you know, I hop in, you know, as he's telling me, look, this is coming from Alpha Reticuli, January 2021. And I'm like, "Okay, thank you. And then I run to my car to move my car. Something just told me get in the car and turn the car around and face it towards the shop. So I did. I pulled the car up at at the front of the shop, facing the door, and jumped back out. And then they had gone by the time I had done that, they had. I also ran out to the road, the corner, and looked down the road, which was like a four lane highway two lanes going one way, two lanes going the other way. Um, uh, no median in the middle, just a line in the middle. And I see all these strange, uh, emergency vehicles like they were futuristic emergency vehicles, they were not. The kind of emergency vehicles we have on the Earth now—they were futuristic, like that Tesla Cybertruck is. They had that kind of look to them. They had um, a 2020 type of look to them. They were really strange. If I can find a vehicle that one of these emergency vehicles looked like, I will put it in the box. But for right now, just think Tesla Cybertruck type of vehicle, something very prototypish. Okay. And they were coming, they had their little sirens on, or whatever. And then I ran back into the cottage. And then, by when I ran back into the cottage, the original one had shrunken down in size to like the size of a baby. This was really strange, y'all. He had gone from being six foot four in height, like I said, that is like 193 centimeters. He had gone from being six foot four in height. Down to being the size of a, an and like a six month old baby eight month old baby, he also was still wearing the same color clothes, but he was like swaddled in in those clothes now. I do not know why he shrunk like that or why his why he changed his face also slightly changed to something else, and without the big ears, he then began to look more like Yoda like. His face was different when he was tall, but when he shrunk down to a little baby size, his face looked more like Yoda. And he said to me, he said, it is coming from the alpha reticuli system, and these people who are asleep will not know what's happening at first, but you will know, and the others who, that, who we're sharing this with will know what is happening and he said that this is going to be a purging or a cleansing of those who have rejected the ascension process and not only just re- rejected the ascension process or basically rejected growing spiritually they are it's also coming for those who have rejected the most high he's kept stressing for those who have rejected the most high so it's going to be kind of like a culling like a cleaning up crew that he's saying will be coming from the Zeta Reticuli system. So let me, I mean, not Zeta Reticuli, Alpha Reticuli, Alpha, Alpha, Alpha. Okay. So what I want to share with you is this. Alpha Reticuli is a real star system. Let me read you some information about it. Alpha Reticuli is the Bayer or B-A-Y-E-R designation of the brightest star in the southern circumpolar constellation of Reticulum, R-E-T-I-C-U-L-U-M, with an apparent visual magnitude of 3.3. This appears to be a solitary star located at the distance of 162 light years from Earth. How far is one light year? That's what I had to calculate because, see, I'm bad on my math. My math is ancient, child. I have not done calculus, pre-calculus, trigonometry, geometry, algebra, and all that stuff in years, okay? I mean, since like 2004, I have not had to do any kind of math, so when they tell you like 10th to the 14th power, I know that's like 14 zeros, but when I said calculate 162 light years and convert that to miles, child, they came up with 9.523 times 10 to the 14th power miles. I ain't trying to look at all them zeros, so I'm just going to tell you what one light year equals, and then you can figure that on how many 162 light years is. So one light year equals, hold on y'all, I'm sorry, I lost my page. So one light year is about 5.88 trillion, with a T, trillion miles. So you might as well round it up to six. Uh, One light year is six trillion miles. One light year is six trillion miles. Okay. Converted to kilometers for those who are not in America. One light year is 9.5 trillion kilometers. One light year is 9.5 trillion kilometers. So if you do 162 light years, that is 6 trillion miles times 162. 6 trillion miles times 162. And if you do it, like I said, in kilometers, that would be 9.5 trillion kilometers times 162. So alpha reticuli is 162 light years away from earth all right and you if you do the research it's going to tell you the you the ub color index the other color indexes and that's for people who are astronomers and use microscopes <clears throat> but um It says alpha reticuli is a giant star that can be located in the constellation of reticulum. The description is based on the spectral class. Alpha reticuli is a main star of the constellation outline. It is based on the spectral type called G733. Sorry, G7111 or G7. Yeah, I don't know this. And the star's color is yellow. I don't know what that says. It just says G7111. Now, do not confuse Zeta Reticuli with Alpha. He specifically said Alpha Reticuli. Now, Zeta Reticuli is in Reticulum. It's just in a different direction. Okay. Okay zeta reticuli is a wide binary star system also in the southern constellation of reticulum but he said they're coming from alpha reticuli okay now i called it a star system but it's actually a star and we know that stars are also known as planets because venus is a star venus is known as the bright morning star but it's a planet so these things that he said will come to earth um uh, will be from the Uh, alpha reticuli planet or star now it says alpha reticuli is 162 light years from earth although it is bright enough to be seen with the naked eye the declination of this star means that it is best viewed from the southern hemisphere and is only readily visible visible below the tropical Tropic of Cancer so if you want to see it with your naked eye you have to look for it below the Tropic of Cancer okay and then on Wikipedia which I know Wikipedia is not considered a great source for official documents but I'm just reading it for here for this um they show you the approximate location of alpha reticuli in relation to the other constellations now this is interesting because i just mentioned mensa the other day in m-e-n-s-a mensa is a basically a society for geniuses and i just mentioned that um uh, that somebody wanted me to join mensa and um it's interesting because alpha reticuli is right here near mensa in the hydras also near the mensa star And also near the Dorado star and also near the Hydrus, H-Y-D-R-U-S star. Or constellation, sorry, Mensa constellation, Hydrus constellation, Dorado. There's also Horologium nearby, but it's actually located within the Reticulum constellation. So Reticulum is a constellation by itself. All right, um... And when you look it up, it's going to tell you all the astronomical and astrophysicist uh, codes and information. This star has more than three times the mass of the sun and is about 330 million years old. And then it um, it says, since the two stars of... It says, it's mentioning two stars, but um, Alpha Reticuli may be two stars then. Because it's saying one, but it's two. It could be two. It says, since the two stars share a common proper motion across the celestial sphere, it is possible that Alpha Reticuli, rather than being solitary, may instead be the primary component of a binary star system with an orbital period of at least 60,000 years okay that's pretty interesting so uh, there are many planets in reticulum reticulum okay many So um, let me just give you some information about Zeta Reticuli because this is going to probably blow your mind. I I already described this individual as being an ET, right? It says Zeta Reticuli is a wide binary star system in the southern constellation of Reticulum. From the southern hemisphere, the pair can be seen. So it is two of them as a naked eye, double star in very dark skies based upon parallax, measurements this system is located at a distance of about 39 light years or 12 parsecs from the earth now the other says 162 light years so I'm not sure which is more accurate but you can do your own research if you would like now this is talking about zeta reticuli I'm talking about alpha alpha reticuli is 162 light years so it's much further away than zeta but I'm reading this to you about zeta reticuli because somebody some special creatures are thought to come from zeta reticuli okay which is all in the same system okay the same galaxy if you would like to if you're not well versed in astronomy astrology and and stars and the cosmos you could think of it as uh earth being zeta reticuli and jupiter being alpha or jupiter and neptune being alpha like they way out there but they're still nearby you know in in you know a macrocosmic sense they're still in the neighborhood you know neighborhood all right neighborhood (laughs) shout out to Nipsey Hussle Hermes Ashkadon bless up bless up um Zeta Zeta Reticuli Zeta 2 Reticuli is orbited by a circumstellar debris disk kind of like uh Jupiter those are debris disks and also the rings of Saturn but see there's there's evidence that the rings of Saturn are also created by ships, alien ships. So I'll have to bring that information to you all one day because that is a very deep and hard to find book. And I have I have the file, but I will have to read you about those one day soon um, because the rings of Saturn are a very, very interesting topic. And we are in Saturnian energy and coming up close to Saturnalia in a few days. Um... Both stars of Zeta Reticuli or Zeta Two Reticuli are solar analogs that have characteristics that are similar to those of the sun. They belong to the Zeta Hercules, H-E-R-C-U-L-I-S, moving group of stars that share a common origin. And this website, you can read more about that. I will put this link in the description box for you. It says cultural importance. Zeta Reticuli system has gained significant popularity because of its connection with ufology or ufology, (laughs) ufology, u-f-o-l-o-g-y, the study of UFOs. It is often alleged that Zeta Reticuli is home to an alien civilization that has been visiting Earth and abducting humans for various reasons, those more commonly referred to as the Greys, which many people call little demons. This belief stems from the claimed, the claims that Betty and Barney Hill stated about their abduction in 1961, and Betty and Barney Hill were an interracial couple. Betty was white and Barney was black. You can find their testimonies on YouTube or Google, Betty and Barney Hill abduction from their car, um, stopping of time, and all of that in 1961. They actually replayed that in the X-Files. Okay, they not replayed it, but uh, reenacted that in the X-Files with Scully and Mulder. And then they also shared the uh, back history of Betty and Barney Hill. Years later, under hypnosis, Betty Hill drew a star map purported to show the relative positions of the aliens' home star and the sun. Now, this woman did not have any astronomical training, no astrophysicist training, no NASA, none of that. She drew where they came from. In relation to the sun, UFO researcher Marjorie Fish soon claimed that the map indicated Zeta Reticuli as the alien's home, although skeptics have pointed out that the map is too vague to accurately pinpoint any particular star at all. In an interview for a television documentary, Bob Lazar, L-A-Z-A-R, the man who first described Area 51 in Nevada as a secret UFO research facility, Suggested that the UFO, which he claimed to have helped reverse engineer, may have come from the vicinity of Zeta Reticuli. Another theory which involves Zeta Reticuli is the claim that there was a secret exchange program called Project Serpo. Project Serpo. Serpo is spelled S-E-R-P-O or Serpo of 12 men from Earth traveling to Serpo, allegedly a planet in zeta reticuli so he said that the ufo came from the vicinity of zeta reticuli what if it came from alpha reticuli this being this original one told me alpha how come ain't nobody talking about alpha see this shit is crazy here this shit is i and and you know what this is no coincidence because on my timeline the other day guess what was recommended to me just two days ago no three days ago Three days ago, Project Ser- Serpo was recommended to me as a video to watch on my recommendations. Not on the f- homepage of YouTube. I'm talking about the the videos that they come put up next. If you put on autoplay, up next you can watch whatever. Project Serpo was at the top and I was going to click on it, but I actually just saved it to my playlist to come back and watch later. Because I got distracted to do something else, to go clean up or do something. So... Project Serpo was already brought up in my spirit three days ago before this visitation from this original one. So he said Alpha Reticuli. So now I'm peeping game on Alpha Reticuli because it's two of, it's two star systems right there. Let me see. Okay. So that, like I said, that link will be in there. it's really amazing and this is what's making me even more suspicious right because they keep saying zeta reticuli zeta reticuli zeta reticuli but nobody's talking about alpha so what if zeta reticuli is just a cover you know like what if zeta reticuli is just a cover and the real problem could come from alpha what if it's what if it's that? You know what I mean? Because you know, like Queen Wayward says, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Queen Wayward of Wayward Renegade Witches blog. Like Queen Wayward says, what it is is what it ain't, and what it ain't is what it is. So if they're telling you Zeta, you really probably should be suspicious of it, of somewhere else in the in the same area. You know, it's I've noticed this a lot. You know, people want to talk about Area Fifty One. Yeah but you really need to be finding out what's going on in the motherfucking Colorado Rockies in places like Cheyenne, Wyoming, NORAD, N-O-R-A-D, NORAD. You need to be thinking about places that are not too far away, but that don't have as much heat as Area 51. Because, see, when they send you somewhere and they point to Area 51 or Roswell, New Mexico or wherever or Stonehenge in some cases for different paranormal activities, you really need to look in the vicinity, but not at that exact spot. See, that's how they've unearthed a lot of mummies and... um found a lot of information about ancient Egypt by not looking exactly where they were pinpointed. They didn't look in the obvious places. Now, I can't say that for King Tut's tomb because, of course, King Tut was found in the Valley of the Kings. But how did Howard Carter find him? I think it was 1914. How did Howard Carter, archaeologist and explorer Howard Carter, find King Tut's tomb? He looked somewhere that was not obvious but still found him in the Valley of the Kings, but not where they would have expected to find him. So this is my, this is the way I operate. When they say one thing, I look in the vicinity, but not exactly at where they're pointing me to. Even in the Matrix trilogy, uh, when they were on um, Jada Pinkett Smith's ship, the Logos, right? And their ship had, the other ship, I think it was the Nebuchadnezzar had been damaged. Or I may have them backwards. It might have been, they all got on the Nebuchadnezzar, but I think they all got on the Logos. And then they were trying to get back to Zion in in Matrix Revolutions Part 3, meaning the Part 3. They were trying to get back to Zion and they didn't want the machines to follow them. So they were going down other side tunnels to try to make it back unfollowed, you know. It's, in other words, known as spoofing your location. So if they know humans are looking at Zeta Reticuli and thinking that a lot of bad stuff is coming from Zeta Reticuli, why wouldn't it actually be Alpha Reticuli or Eta Reticuli or any of these other stars in that system? I'm gonna have to do more research on Alpha Reticuli. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Excuse me, you ladies and gents. Like I said, it has a mass of 13 times the sun, so it's a big motherfucker. And it's two. It's not just one of them. It's two. Like I said, Um, Reticulum is one of the smallest constellations in the sky. It is 82nd in size. It occupies an area of about 114 square degrees. It is located in the first quadrant of the Southern Hemisphere, or SQ1, and can be seen at latitudes between plus 23 degrees and negative 90 degrees. Like it said, if you want to see Zeta Reticuli, or no, if you want to see Alpha Reticuli, you have to be in a very dark sky below the Tropic of Cancer to see it with the naked eye. The neighboring constellations are Dorado, Horologium, and Hydrus, as I said, and then Um, Reticulum belongs to the Lacaia family um, of constellations, along with Antlia, A-N-T-L-I-A, Calum, C-A-E-L-U-M, Circinus, C-I-R-C-I-N-U-S, Fornax, F-O-R-N-A-X, Horologium, H-O-R-O-L-O-G-I-U-M, Mensa, M-E-N-S-A, Microscopium, m-i-m-i-c-r-o-s-c-o-p-i-u-m norma n-o-r-m-a octans o-c-t-a-n-s pictor sculptor and telescopium okay they'd be running out of names for these they'd be running out microscopium really okay anyway reticulum contains five stars with confirmed planets and does not have any what are called messier objects m-e-s-s-i-e-r i don't know what a messier object is but You can research it if you want. The brightest star in the constellation is Alpha Reticuli. Like I said, 13 times bigger than the sun. Our sun, rather, because there are other suns out there. It's just our sun. There are no meteor showers that are thought to be associated with this constellation. The Reticulum Constellation was created by Isaac Habrecht II, who included it on his celestial globe in 1621. So Reticulum has been known about since 1621. Habrecht named the constellation Rhombus, R-H-O-M-B-U-S. In the 18th century, the French astronomer Nicolas-Louis de la Calle Renamed it to La Reticulae Rhomboide or Reticulum to commemorate the reticle in his telescope, which he used to measure star positions during his trip to the Cape of Good Hope in the early 1750s. The constellation was officially recognized by the International Astronomical Union in 1922. So the major stars in Reticulum are Alpha Reticuli. It is the brightest star. And like I said, it's one hundred and sixty two light years from this solar from Earth. hundred sixty one point six to be exact. The star has more than three times the mass of the sun and is almost thirteen times that solar radius of the sun. It is approximately two hundred and forty times brighter than the sun, and it is believed to be about three hundred and thirty million years old. Alpha Reticuli is halfway between the giant and the bright giant stage of evolution. It has a it is a known X-ray source. So it does have a companion also so then you have Alpha Reticuli, Beta Reticuli, Epsilon Reticuli, Gamma Reticuli, Delta Reticuli, Kappa Reticuli, Iota and Zeta. You have all, you also have Eta, Theta, Theta, and S Reticuli. Then you have another star that's just named HD 23079. You have other stars that are just named with numbers, okay? So this will be in the description box, this page for those who want to look more into it. But I just wanted to share that with you all. And when we talk about the Stranger Things Creature, I think I'm going to have to do a separate deduction on what that is because when he 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 can metamorphose or metamorph, right? And they call him the Demigorgon in Stranger Things. Now, Demogorgon is a demon, okay? Now, like we know Gorgons are a type of demon. So a demigorgon is more is probably a different type. Uh, I don't want to get too much into this individual, but this monster, like I said, this is what I saw in my vision. And he can change himself into a variety of different things, right? Now, this is called a shadow creature in stranger things. If you would like to do more research on this creature, just look for the Stranger Things creature, all right? Now, there's something called the... It's also called the Mind Flayer. He's he's like a spider. He's like a, an evil giant spider with tentacles. He's called the Mind Flayer, Mind Flayer, okay? And the only person who is able to really go up against him effectively is a psychic who in the show was under what appeared to be mk ultra programming and whose mother i mentioned was under mk ultra programming and one of the and i think it was the last nipsey hustle notes podcast i talked about the mother giving birth to an mk ultra child a child with special gifts but you always have to think that this is not just mind control because I explained that it has a lot to do with the occult and demonology and demon possession. Okay. now I'm not saying that people who have psychic gifts are possessed with demons and not at all saying that I'm just saying that when we talk about MK ultra mind programming projects and sub projects and sub programs, you have to know that it's not just about psychology and the mind and psychiatry and the subconscious. This is also directly tied to the spirit and demon possession, demon activity, demon, uh, demonic transference. All kinds of things go into this, and it also translates into E.T.s, extraterrestrials. Okay, now I don't know if there's going to be a fourth season of Stranger Things. Uh, they all three seasons are available on Netflix, but if you would like that is a worthy show to watch because you can clearly see that they go through and travel into a different dimension in that show okay and then you can also see how the other dimension that they go to the dark side uh, that they go to is a direct mirror of what we see on this side the 3d okay so I've talked enough and <laughs> let me get off of here I hope that you all got something out of this. Uh, When the being turned into a baby, he closed me out with that message. And then I touched his hand and I touched his face. And telepathically, I said, thank you. And I wished him the best. And then I came out of the vision. I don't know what happened to him. At least not yet. I don't know. It may pick back up. I don't know what happened to him. But like I said, people have to be careful with what they're allowing people to teach them in these churches. I'm not somebody who wants to You know, I'm not trying to say that people who are in church are bad. I'm just saying that there is something very, very, very sinister going on with what is going on with the churches. And I may not have the words to accurately describe it right now because it's more sensation and it's more a spiritual feeling. And sometimes things in the spirit don't have any words to accurately describe in the physical. So you know I had a relative who was like well that video you saw sent me of Christmas in Sweden I didn't watch it because we stopped celebrating pagan sweet uh you know pagan Christmas like 12 years ago and then she asked me does your husband know that we are the chosen ones the most like the true the true Israelites and I told her I said yes I said but chosen does not have nothing to do with ethnicity and race chosen has to do with spirit but you know what the most i stopped me from telling her that i said yes he knows and and i said yes you know and i left it at that and i said as far as christmas goes um every holiday is steeped in paganism and every religion is comes from paganism every religion every one of them has some pagan aspects to it Paganism is in the churches. So I mean, I mean, what do you think that blood drinking is with that communion? What do you think that uh offering plate is? What do you think that um that praise and worship going on up in there is? That's all pagan roots. Pagan roots. The most high don't care nothing about y'all singing and dancing. Come on now. Come on now. The most high don't care nothing about y'all singing and dancing and singing old Negro spirituals and hymns. Don't let me get all I ain't getting up on the salt box today. And I ain't going off on a tangent and and start preaching and shit. I'm just saying, the most I don't give a damn about that and whether you use a Christmas tree or not. Now, if you choose not to celebrate it, don't fucking celebrate it. I I really don't give a damn whether people do or not. But I'm just using this as an example of relatives who's going to go the long way to destruction. Because their spirit ain't right. And I told her, I said, well, that Hebrew-Israelite teaching... That mess is hateful and it's divisive. And I said it's also tied up in the masonry. And I ain't no goddamn mason. I ain't no eastern star. I ain't never gonna be one. So you want to be Hebrew-Israelite? Go on and do that shit. But when some, some real powerful forces touch down in this motherfucker, do not be surprised if you is one of the ones that they are rounding up. Because, see, the Most High is going to let them take what he wants them to take. He gave the adversary reign over this earth. He's known as the King in the North. Okay? This is not just the North of this earth, but a northern constellation as well. But that's going into another deep topic. King in the North runs this motherfucker. Okay? So, the Most High is going to let some things happen. To get rid of some people who are just hard headed, it ain't got nothing to do with you being chosen because of the color of your motherfucking skin and the texture of your hair. It has to do with your spirit and your heart. Does the Most High know you? Didn't it say in the Bible the Most High looks on the heart repeatedly? Didn't it say that the one will say, "I knew you not, depart from me." So you can have all your fluff and stuff and your religion and wear it on your sleeve. But if they don't know you, they don't fucking know you. They're not going to protect you. You might be living good on the earth right now, but wait until some real shit roll up in here. See, you ain't seen true destruction yet. For all these people out there that like to divide people are whether you Catholic, whether you Protestant, whether you're Lutheran. Whether you're Methodist, I know you're Pentecostal, I don't, I'm, not, I'm non-denominational. All of this fucking bullshit, there are bigger things to be concerned about. But I don't align with anybody's religion. I can learn from anybody. I grew up in Christianity, but I don't, I'm not bound by Christianity. I can learn from anybody. I don't buy myself like that because the Most I told me to come away from it. Be ye set apart, brethren and sistren. For you are like wheat separated from tares. Who do you think the tares are? Religious people. People caught up in the matrix. Now we all, if we're here in this 3D, are existing in the pl- the prison planet, a.k.a. the matrix. However, there is a difference between coming here and doing the work and helping others. And doing your own work for your own soul mission. And a difference between being got and being a slave, a drone, asleep, sleep, uh, being up in the hive mindset. Y'all watch Resident Evil. I'm sure a lot of y'all have seen them Resident Evil movies or have played them Resident Evil games. Okay, who are the zombies? Didn't the Umbrella Corporation, which is also the same as the Galactic Empire in Star Wars, who did they have control over? The clones, the drones, the sleep ones, the zombies. They created that shit in a lab and it got out. They created religion and it got out. That's what it was. Okay, see, these topics are ones that I'm going to have to talk about, but I'm just sharing this because when people try to make you feel bad for not belonging to a certain cult group or sect, you need to be extra suspicious that, okay, this person sees something in you that they want to try to tame and control. This person... May also be envious or jealous of you, and they may be upset about the fact that you are on a higher plane or higher dimension than them. And this is not about being elitist, and it's not about saying, Well, I'm better than you, or I know more than you. It's about saying or understanding that I've done the work for lifetimes, you have not, or if you've done the work, you have not been obedient to the most high in your mission. And so now you have to repeat that cycle of being controlled and being fooled. And, you know, it's kind of the situation of. Um, what can I use as an analogy? Analogy. Uh, kind of like the situation of Doctor Strange and how he had to figure out how to get out of the Matrix or the time loop and how he had to figure out at the end of the movie how to fool Dormammu. Dormammu so he fi- he figured out that it was his spirituality his, it was his mysticism it was his etheric abilities his wizardry his sorcery his magic that was already within him that he had to learn how to activate that actually allowed him to escape the matrix and escape the time loop so it's a situation of people having to understand that it doesn't matter what kind of religion you have or what kind of book you, what kind of religious book you read, whether it be the Torah, the Quran, the Quran or the Bible or anything, the Bhagavad Gita or any, you know, the works of Confucius or whatever you follow, if you follow any of those organized religions and movements, even though Buddhism technically is not a religion, but still whatever you follow and adhere to that really doesn't have a whole lot to do with your relationship with the most high if you have a relationship with the most high it's kind of like a distraction because in my opinion none of that is necessary none of it's necessary um going and getting down and praying five times a day is not necessary to have a relationship with the most high i'm sorry it's not i know it's not because it ain't necessary for me now, for people to feel that they have to do it, great for them, but I'm not going to allow anybody, relative or not, to tell me how I need to be because I didn't learn my lesson about them churches. I do not learn my lesson, and the Most High brought me up out of there. Okay, we are in times of going into 2020. This is the threshing floor. Wheat is going to be separated from tares. It already long has been. Everybody that belongs to the Most High who is marked is marked. Don't have nothing to do with you being black or white. Like I said, before I came here in my past lives, past energies video, if you haven't seen that or listened to that podcast, please check it out. Like I said, I saw myself with all nationalities before I came here and ethnic backgrounds, all races and cultures and colors, if you will. Everyone you could think of was there. So if black people is the chosen ones, so-called, why is everybody else up there too? See, I hate that kind of divisive, evil shit that people do. Don't tell me that because my husband ain't black that, oh, he <laughs> does he know we're the chosen. Fuck you. You got nothing to do with no being no goddamn chosen one based on no fucking race. And see, I know how people are. Nobody said that to me directly as in being disrespectful and you're saying i know what you're getting at motherfucker you asking me because he's of a different race and ethnic background you want to know if the motherfucker knows some hebrew israelite shit don't nobody care about that bullshit don't know maybe some people care i don't care about it i almost got caught up in that cult mess and then realized in the first week it was a cult and told this same relative who was asking that that it was a cult and they didn't believe me because I was a I'm a woman. I was a woman saying it they didn't believe me. They were like, "Oh, you're just being rebellious. You're just headstrong. You don't have a husband, so you don't have any authority over you." So, you you think it's a call. It's not a call. You need to you need somebody to tell you what to do in other words. But now that a year once a year passed, the same person had to she never apologized for that shit she just acknowledged yeah it is a cult okay so see you were trying to use everything against me to say that i'm single and rebellious and don't know what i'm talking about to say that i don't want to have to obey no rules and all of that kind of stuff that that was why i was saying it was a cult no because it's a fucking cult and then you realize a year later that it is a cult that it didn't have nothing to do with me being single or married and now that i am married and i'm married to somebody that you probably think uh is not a chosen one. Uh it's fucking bullshit. Cause the most high already said that's my son too. Do you think I'm gonna link up with somebody that ain't? I mean, as far as in a marriage, you you think I'm gonna link up with somebody that is from the dark side? Like that doesn't belong on our side? That meaning that's not in our soul family. Like you really think I'm dumb enough to do that shit. I ain't never done that shit. And even my past life, I ain't never link up with nobody who's uh, so-called not belonging to the most high. I don't, I don't, I don't link up with the B system. Okay. Mother. No, no, no. I was about to cuss. I don't mean, I don't link up and make alliances with the B system when it comes to my bloodline. I've never done that. That's how I've been able to come back here leave this motherfucker and come back leave and then come back leave and then come back over and over and over through however many lifetimes and always going back to the source always going back to the most high and then still coming back i wouldn't be able to get out if i was linked up with the b system in my bloodline so i ain't linked up with the b system now but these kinds of people are so they cannot see that it's so cliche but they cannot see the forest for the trees you cannot see the bigger picture because you are micromanaging and asking well um you know well they're not racially the same as us and you know we're hebrew israelites and we're we're the chosen one no you motherfuckers is not chosen because i remember that yeshua said in matthew the book of matthew 23 whether you believe that was yeshua's words or not the book of matthew chapter 23 yeshua rebuked y'all's y'all religious asses he rebuked y'all and said, because of y'all, y'all shut up the kingdoms of heaven from people. Yes, y'all religious black people, y'all religious people in general, shut up the kingdoms of heaven from being accessible to people because of your laws and your rhetoric and your Bible thumping and all of that other foolishness, your race baiting, your prejudice, your bias towards other people. You shut up the kingdoms of heaven to them so you yourselves will not enter. That is what he said. That's word there. Like I said, in the Bible, there's a there's a lot of truth in there. But there's some stuff uh also planted in there to trip people up. To trip people up and to keep them thinking small and to keep their souls bound. There's thinking things in there that will set people free and there's things in there that will keep them bound. You you have to have a relationship with the most high and the one in order to decipher which is which. But you will always know if you have that relationship what's right. Nobody will have to tell you how to treat people. You automatically know how to treat people. Nobody will have to tell you how to move around in the world and what's moral and what's ethical and what's not, uh, what's not ethical and what's illegal or, or what's not right to do. You will not have to have any person tell you that you will automatically know it's an instant download. It's an instant. It's written on your spirit. Like the Bible says, my word is written on your heart. It's on your heart. You don't have to be told by no man or no woman what it is when the word of the most High is written on your heart and that ain't really got nothing to do with no bible scripture even though we do have that to read and really don't have nothing to do with the apocrypha or the pseudepigrapha or the talmud or any or the torah or any of that the dead sea scrolls you know these are all beautiful texts and texts that are honorable however when the word is on your heart you don't need no piece of paper with nothing to tell you what to do. The word is there. When you got a relationship, you got, all, you got an automatic connection. That's just what it is. So you know when people are lying. You know when people are up to no good. You know when things are going to happen that are either evil or you know when something's coming. You may not know everything because we are in the prison planet. And there are specific beings that keep our minds from operating at full potential. Uh, Like they say, the average human only uses 10% of their brain. So we cannot know it all while we are here. But on a spiritual aspect, those who have been able to escape and those who have the relationship know more than most. And that is why most of the people who know more than most, because they have that relationship, are targeted, or ostracized, whether they are occultists, spiritualists, shamans, shamanesses, um, whether they practice magic, whether they don't practice magic, whether they are, you know, just standalone spiritual. Most of these people who have a spiritual higher authority relationship are ostracized and are black sheep, but they're, they're highly perceptive. So they're ostracized, but at the same time, people use them for their gifts. Well, I don't think that other races and ethnicities would be here if the Most High didn't love them. And this ain't got nothing to do with me and my husband and my in-laws. This, I was saying this years ago. I was saying this years ago before I ever, ever was in a relationship. was when I was just by my damn self as a black woman living in the motherfucking South. I said that. Well, why are all these other people here if the Most High doesn't love them and doesn't care about them? If they have no purpose according to you. Hebrew Israelite. See Hebrew Israelite is one of the more toxic doctrines. Or groups or sects out there. And I'm not saying that everybody who's under it is evil. But they're hateful. They're very hateful. And that is not of the most high. That is of their leader. The adversary. That's where that hatefulness comes from. That's who created that shit. The adversary created that motherfucking shit. As a grand old trick on black people. Huh? Huh? <laughs> and minorities the adversary created that whole Hebrew Israelite shit yes it's a shit that whole Israel- Hebrew Israelite shit was created by the adversary as a grand old trick a grand old kiki on black and brown people so y'all keep following that shit it's gonna lead you right down swiftly to the path of destruction wide is the gate wide is the path that leads it to destruction wide and well-worn and many find it narrow is the path that leaded to eternal life or salvation and few find it i'm done preaching let me get up off of you i'll see y'all soon um i am sending i encourage all of you who uh love miss alexis k tyler and who support her please send her loving positive energy if you do spiritual work please do protective spiritual work for her i will be doing the same sending her love positive energy also going to reach out to her um i usually do send her donations but i am going to reach out to her and uh when the most high says it's the right time i reach out to her and give her some suggestions um you know, she may just need somebody to uh talk to about this, cause I know she's under spiritual attack because she's been on my spirit pretty heavy, and I've been having headaches and knee pain. Somebody's trying to cut her off at the knees. That's what the spirits say. I've been having knee pain like right below the shin, like right below the kneecap, at the very top of the shin where the shin meets the knee. I've been having pain on both sides of um daily, but Alexis has been on my mind every day. A lot of the day a a huge portion of the day she's been on my mind and when people get on my mind and my spirit like that it means something's happening to them she did um uh, one of my lovely commenters and subscribers did mention to me that she recently mentioned headaches I forgot she did say she had been having headaches I had totally forgotten about that when I I said I wonder she's been having headaches Because whenever she's been on my spirit, I've been getting them. Somebody is spiritually attacking Alexis. So I encourage all of you who care about her and love her, send her protective energy. Um, If you do spiritual work, do protective work for her, please. To guard her. Put a fiery hedge of protection around her. Because this is going beyond someone just disliking her readings and... Someone just saying that, oh, well, you don't agree with my reading, so I don't like you. No, this is going further. There is a group of witches or one... I'm going to say this. It's a group of wannabe motherfucking witches who are doing little raggedy-ass, fucking ghetto-ass work against Alexis. The shit is working, though, even though it's raggedy and ghetto. These ain't no motherfucking heavy hitters, but it's working, though, because I think it's because alexis lives close to these people and is also probably working because she may not have her protection as high as it needs to be you know uh so that's why i'm gonna reach out to her when i get a chance um when the most high says it's right time i'll reach out to her and ask her about that and make a few suggestions but i just want to encourage y'all to send her loving energy because there is a main instigator in this and um there i know there are other people out there who do a lot of spiritual work but if you love alexis and support her please uh send her prayers and uh, pray for her and also ask your guides and angels and your spirits that you work with your ancestors to protect her if you're led to do that and she needs that she needs that because a lot's going on right now, and the warning that Queen Wayward had put out on her channel, her, it was her last video. She may have uploaded another one because, child, I got like a thousand channels I'm sub, sub to. I'm almost at the limit of how many channels I can have based on my channel being so small, but um, I think it was Queen Wayward's recent nine-minute video that she did in the past week. She said that motherfuckers is going to be getting in them botanicas and them apothecaries and and burning candles on y'all asses on, on 1231 okay another person i listened to that like i said that's wayward renegade witches blog on youtube she said that watch out now watch out now mother wisdom tree also put out a warning last week and said if you are a psychic or you do readings or you do spiritual um work or you are clairvoyant clairsentient empathic and you do not protect yourself or you don't believe that you know that's necessary she said i feel sorry for you and she said that you are like a um target basically waiting to be hit so uh mother Wisdom's tree has put out the warning i've put out the warning um and i don't know when i did it but i think i warned about spiritual protection but I can't remember when I said that, but I'm putting a warning out again. Um, Also spiritual OG. She's a reader. She was recently hacked, so she hasn't put up any readings in a while, but spiritual OG just look for her channel. She's got like well over a hundred thousand subs. She's, she put out the warning that women, no matter what your faith is, you need to be covering your hair. If you're, if you believe in spiritual attack and manipulation of energies, You need to be covering your hair right now. Don't matter if you have locks. Don't matter if you have natural hair, whatever. You need to be covering your hair right now. That's what she said. She also said that watch out for social media because people are able to attack that way. So you may need to block suspicious people. And then um, there was another warning out about spiritual protection. So see, this is the season right now where shit is about to ramp up. Like I told y'all about that Krampus, that cat that Capricorn Baphomet energy. And um Alexis is not just getting attacked because people don't agree with her readings. She's getting attacked because this girl is is seriously jealous of her. She is jealous of her. She wish she could be like her she don't want nobody taking no shine from her because alexis is also in atlanta and alexis does reads and alexis is well known she hates that because she want to be the only motherfucker in atlanta to be able to do those kind of reads she wants to have a monopoly on the area is what it is she wants to have the spiritual energy of the people in the area watching her and just her i don't know what kind of psychotic bullshit she's got going on but the bitch is raggedy as fuck and I ain't never looked like to motherfucking spirit. I ran across her or like a year ago and I ain't vibe with that bitch. So this ain't just, you know, I didn't even know her and Alexis had no kind of problems. But I ain't vibe with that motherfucker like over a year ago. And the bitch can't touch me. So, you know, like she the most high already showed me she ain't got no fucking power. She's just crafty and and tricky. You know, she's like one of them, you know, it's kind of like, you know, an ant biting you. It'll sting a little bit, but most of the time, an ant bite, if it's from a regular fire ant, is not going to take down an entire human. So these attacks are aggravating to Alexis. They're like ant bites, but they are not going to stop her. They can just aggravate her, right? But this person, if she had any power, she would not resort to petty shit. See, that is a very, very blaring indicator or a very apparent indicator in somebody who don't have no fucking power and 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 who don't really have any confidence in themselves when they have to just do little um tit-for-tat attacks on people for no fucking reason there was this lady named jamila in uh, a- atlanta who was also attacking alexis for all i know them motherfuckers done teamed up against alexis because they all in Atlanta, you know, and bitches are catty and bitches are jealous. And, you know, they try to stop another woman's shine, even when that woman hasn't done anything to them. But I think what it was with Jamila, I heard around, you know, kind of roundabout way that there was some kind of beef with Alexis's son and Jamila, or that uh, Jamila had a, um, Uh, crush on Alexis's son or something, but you can find her on YouTube, Tarot Queen Jamila, J-A-M-I-L-A. That motherfucker had beef with Alexis too. Like I said, these these trap holes is all in Atlanta and they all want to hate on Alexis. Why? Ask yourself why. Look at them and then look at Alexis And, and it'll become very, very apparent this is not just about readings this is about fucking beauty this is about gift Alexis has a strong gift and her gift probably goes back many many generations and see some of these newbies and shit some of these raggedy trap holes they only using they don't have no real gift what it is is they're tricky they don't show their cards they have low budget cameras they have to use a cell phone all the time, they won't, you know, you got all of these subs, but you won't take your ass and buy a real fucking camera for $150, you know, you got all these subs, but you won't even put up a proper goddamn curtain rod in your bedroom, huh, you got all of these subs, but you don't hardly keep your fucking hair done, huh, you got all of these subs, but you wearing raggedy bras and stretched out t-shirts on camera, huh, you got all of these subs, but you don't even have a little area where you can do your work in an office. You haven't even designated a corner in your room where you can do your work. You sitting on the floor in front of the fucking bed, huh? <laughs> okay, see, there's a lot of shit that I pee. This is about them being jealous of her gift, not just about beauty. I'm never going to keep it superficial and say it's just about beauty. This is about her being, them being jealous of her gift. And you can always, like I said, you can always tell the ones who ain't got no real gift, who ain't got no power, because they have they have to go and attack other people. They have to. They have to, for no real reason. That per- I don't know the back history of these people and Alexis, but I'm just saying, from what I discern, it's over jealousy. It's the typical black woman tearing another black woman down, catty-ass bullshit. That's what it is. It really don't have much to do with that, with anything other than that, other than them being jealous of her gift and jealous that the guides and the spirits and the ancestors and the ETs and whatever else is out there. They like to communicate with Alexis because Alexis's spirit is right and they know Alexis cares to hear what they got to say. They don't communicate with you bum raggedy bitches who hating on people like her. Because they know your spirit ain't right. They know that really you just a snake oil seller. Most of the time you don't know the motherfucking meaning of your goddamn cars, but you call yourself doing a reading, huh? You ain't even skilled in your motherfucking craft, huh? And you're trying to be a mambo or a voodooing, but you have not been schooled and initiated by a mambo or voodooing. You just a bum raggedy bitch watching YouTube videos and Instagram posts trying to call yourself being able to do the work, huh? Okay, okay. You have not been anointed. You have not been initiated. You have not been truly invited into the fold. So you mad with Alexis because Alexis was initiated pre-birth, before birth, before coming into her body. She was already walking in her power. So you mad at her about that. Because you ain't got no fucking power. I don't care who don't like it. I don't care who's a fan or who. This, this motherfucking shit ain't about being fans. This is about spiritual warfare. You know, and I really, really think it's pathetic. Everybody, it's, it's room for everybody to do their thing. It's, it's room for everybody to have their own style. But black women love to tear each other down a lot of times. You can't sell hair without somebody being mad at you. You can't sell your own beauty products. You can't you know, make your own um, jewelry and sell it without some bitch hating. You can't do anything these days without a bitch hating. So it's not anything to be worried about whoever your hater is. Because all of you who listen to me got a hater. If you're in this portal listening to me. Or somebody like me. You have a hater. Cause you already on another level. The people who are not on a certain level don't listen to me. People who are not on a certain level are not drawn to me. So you got a hater. You got at least one. And I would say you probably have quite a ferocious one. So this is not about you know. Oh, you know they got a reason to be jealous. No, it is just the simple fact that people who are anointed people who the most high loves and cares about and that that the spirits like to bless and commune with they're always going to have haters they're always going to have haters your biggest haters a lot of time will be your own kind meaning of your own racial background or ethnic background um but as far as Alexis goes, I didn't mean to make this so much longer. But like I said, just please send her some positive energies. And if you'd like to do your spiritual work, put some protective energy around her. This is going to work the best if you do it before the winter solstice but you do what you're led to do, I would say definitely do it before December 25th, because the closer you get to that New Year's Eve, the more people are going to be doing their own work to counteract. You know what I mean? Like I, like Queen Wayward said, people are going to be doing work on people, especially the ones who don't believe that that work is going on or that it exists, you know? So also I want to encourage you all, make sure you're meditating, spending enough time meditating and aligning your chakras, cleansing your chakras, um, recharging your chakras, make sure you're grounding yourself properly, make sure you are taking good care of yourself when it comes to getting the proper amount of sleep, Um, also be careful with the foods that you're eating and make sure you're drinking enough water, make sure your water is good, quality and clean. Um, if you can afford to buy bottled water, I would suggest include some bottled water in your diet, especially if you live in the United States or you live in a big city. A lot of times that water is very, very, uh, contaminated and I know for me when I lived in South Carolina and North Carolina the water made me sick. It um it also gave me a brain fog. There's a lot in the water in the US and in a lot of countries, but especially in the US, um, I also want to say, um, guard yourself spiritually against family members that you may be around who have a negative spirit or evil spirits. Um, if you go into family members' houses and they have dark energy in that house, um, unclean spirits, uh, if the house is cluttered and dirty and dusty, uh, you know, most people, they will clean up some and straighten up before, before they have visitors. But if you go to a relative's house, and they usually have a messy, cluttered, um, overstuffed house. And they still, if their house is like that or you can tell that their house is not quite that clean, you know, as far as a thorough clean and you're going there around the holidays. Make sure you protect yourself spiritually because that energy will get on you and follow you back to your house. Or it'll get on you and cause confusion and problems and all kind of shit, you know. Uh so you might want to, if you like crystals, you might want to take some black tourmaline, some obsidian, smoky quartz. Um, if you like organite, O-R-G-O-N-I-T-E, take you some organite with you in your pocket or in your bag and that'll protect you. And um, if you ha- if you like anointing oil, you can use that or you can use Florida water, spritz some of that on you. And then when you leave that person's house, make sure you save yourself and or use some palo santo or some lavender or rosemary or oregano burn some kind of cleansing herb if you're into that kind of stuff cleanse your energy once you leave that person's house and maybe you're not you might depending on the kind of energy that's in there you might need to take you a salt bath with some himalayan pink salt or if you don't have himalayan pink salt you can just use regular sea salt which they have for pretty reasonable price a dollar fifty a dollar 80 in the grocery store they have regular mediterranean sea salt you throw that in your bath take your salt bath um after you leave their house and you know then sage yourself or do it in whatever um order that you feel right but uh just make sure that you're protecting yourself when you go around these family members because the holidays is a prime time for narcissists and sociopaths and abusers to target you energetically and like i've already discussed the churches So just try to guard yourself, beloveds. And I will be back with you very soon with some more content. And yeah, we're going to dive back in with some more readings too. I've been trying to get my strength back because I've been feeling uh, drained and been having headaches, like I said, and knee pain every day. And I know it's not me. It's not like I know that I'm not the ideology or the origin of it. I'm picking up on Alexis's energy. And I'm picking up on what's going on in the world. So I'm grounding myself and cleansing my aura and meditating a lot to prepare myself to go back into the readings. And also prepare myself for zodiac readings coming from uh, for the new year. Which will be posted before the end of the month. So and I will not do. A one long video this time I'm gonna do them individually so I'm about to get started working on those and then when they're all done I will put them all up so thank you all for listening and bearing with me so long have a good one